0: And the thing about uh, the Super Bowl, it's kind of interesting when you think about it. It's, uh, for the most part, 22 men at a time working while millions of people around the world are watching, right? Like, there's 22 people on the field at any time who are working, plus, you know, the referees, I guess you could say they're, they're working too, But less than 30 people are working while millions upon millions are watching and spectating. And uh, sometimes that can remind me of church a little bit, just a little bit. You know, and I don't say that to, to, to be mean or to say, like, you know, everybody. But at times, you know, we can all feel that way, you know, that, okay, well, the only one working right now is, Pastor Aaron's up here sharing the message, and you got the, you know, audio and video and lighting. They're, they're working, but the rest of us are just kind of spectating, right? And, But what I realize about great teams is they are working when they're not on the field, right? They're working when they're not on the field. How do we work or... Lead, in our case, how do we lead when we're not on the field, the field being the platform? Because often we can get this idea, is like, well, whoever's on the platform is leading, but what we're not leading, because we're not, we're not on the platform, right? We're not on there. Like, can we lead when we're not on the platform? Can we be a leader when we're not the leader, right? Can we be the leader when we don't have the position, the title, the rank, well, I'm the official, this, this, How do we lead when we're not leading? When we don't have the authorization or the, you know, we're not, we don't have the microphone. And I think we can lead. It's interesting what Jesus said. Actually, Paul said this in 1 Corinthians 11. 1. He said, follow my example as I follow Christ. Follow my example as I follow Christ he said I am trying to be an example to you of following Christ and only follow me where you see me following Christ and so as we are leading most of our leading that we're doing is in our following right it is in our following of Christ and we want to make sure we're always doing that and as we serve one another how do we lead when we're not leading you know uh one of the things I think about as I'm leading my family of, of, of my, you know, first it was three daughters, I just had three daughters, and then we had a son, you know, Lincoln, and, and I remember thinking for my daughters, how can I lead them in life? What is the best thing I can do to lead them, to raise them? And I thought it was this, is being a model. Being a model, you know, the way I treat their mom, right? is a model for them that they're going to look at and say I have to find somebody a guy eventually who treats me that way. Like that's the that's what I'm going to set there, right? That's what I'm going to set there. And I was thinking about this the other day and, and Pastor Aaron said something to me. He said, "Man, Pastor Jason, thank you for when you sit on the front row during the message." He goes, "I know you're busy. I know there's a lot of things you're you're you're, you're trying to get done, but there's something that happens when you sit on the front row. And I'm like, I'm just sitting there. Like, I'm actually not doing anything, though. I feel like I'm not leading because I'm just, I'm just there. He said, no, 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 there's something that happens. You're leading by being there. You're leading by leaning in. He said, and I can preach better when you're there. And I'm like, wait a minute. How is that possible? But then I thought about whenever I'm up here of what I like, what helps me to be better. is like some of y'all, that's right. Yep. <laughs> Whoever just said that. Like laughing. Like, I feel like y'all are with me, right? You know, they have something in Seattle, in, the, in, in, in their stadium, they call it the 12th man. I think Texas A&M has that too, the 12th man. Like, what is that? The 12th man is the, the crowd, and they are with you. And back when there used to be crowds in the football stadiums, right, it was a powerful thing to have home field advantage. They're talking about that today, that Tampa Bay has home field. Like for the first time the Super Bowl is in the home, they got home field advantage. Why? Because they know their fans are there cheering them on. And I know this. There's something powerful that when we're on the floor and we're leaning in to the message, there's something, I mean, you just, you know, you just get There's something when you're up here, y'all, it's like, wow. And I know when you're leading worship and you see that people are leaning in to worship, there's just like a wow energy that's there. And so, you know, I think about it this way is whatever area we're leading in, understanding what Maxwell talks about, the law of the lid. So if we want, if we're leading, so if we're leading in kids, we're in kids' church, and we're like, why aren't these kids worshiping? This is what I always used to have, you know, when I was a kid's pastor. And then I'd be like, let me take a picture of all the leaders. Like, not to be judgmental, but i just, it's just, that's the people who were asking me. Why are the kids not worshiping? And this is their worship stance. I don't know why these kids aren't worshiping Jesus. No, again, and I don't say that to be like judgment. It's just like, okay, they're just doing what, they're, what they saw, right? You, you see that in the Bible. When Jesus had the triumphant entry, all the adults came out there, Hosanna, oh, Hosanna, oh, man, come on, the king, he's here. And then when he was going back out, then all the kids did it, right? Like, so you're going to say, well, yeah, that works for kids. Hey, that works for actually everybody. Like, as we lead, the law of the lid is this. Is whoever I'm leading can't, it, they, they won't be, they they'll if they are, a, if if my passion is a 10, then anybody can have, you know, I can lead the passion all the way up to a nine, right? But if my passion is a two, all I can lead is ones. Because what will happen is people who are more passionate will say, I just can't, I can't, I can't, I can't with this guy. He's not very passionate about this, right? And so Sometimes uh, we just have to remind ourselves that we're leading people, right? We're leading people from the floor. What does that look like during worship? I'm not going to tell you what it looks like because it may look like something different for you. Like If we're leading people, what does that look like? During the message, when we're leading people, what does that look like? When we walk in a building and we see something on the ground, what does that look like? When we see somebody walking in and they look lost, but we're not scheduled to be a greeter that day. Like What does that look like? What does it look like for you? to lead when you're not on the field? What does it look like? That's my question for you. I don't know what it looks like for you because I'm not going to try to be like, hey, here's the list of the rules of everything you must do to be a leader because it's different for everyone. But in my heart, I'm saying, okay, what am I doing? And that, this is just, again, this is, I always say this. This is just for me. If it's just for me. If y'all get something from it, that's good. I have to ask myself, what does it look like? Am I modeling what I want them to be? What does it look like? What does it look like to be leading when you're not leading?